0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Mayor on Air Podcast. I'm the Mayor of Henchtown, James Hinchcliffe, joined uh, today by a very special guest, and special in a totally different way than all the other times that I've said we were joined by a very special guest because this is our first non-racing driver or former racing driver wow. on the uh, on the show. I'd like to introduce Jay Fry. Thank you so well, much. Awesome. Well thank for, you for having me.
1: For, what an, yeah, an honor! The first non-race yeah. car driver. The, yeah, that's it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> this is a huge deal. I didn't. There's a lot of pressure. You should be very I'm excited ready. and very honored. I am. Thank um, you have me. you ever listened to the the show before? Um, I'm supposed to say yes. No, you're supposed to say <laughs> no because
0: every single person we've had on the show this is, this is no. has said no, and the only one that had a reason to say mm-hmm. no was Joseph because he was the very first guest. Um, subsequently, no one has listened to any episodes except their own, which obviously is after the fact. So we take a good uh, we, we we take a lot of pleasure in asking that question and always getting the same answer. So my uh, someone's
1: answer, listening. My answer is no. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people listen and I'm hearing I, that I should probably listen now. You, so w- well, you're you at least going to listen to this on, one, I'm sure.
0: Um, no, but, but Buzzkill Bryan and I really enjoy... Uh, the producer of the show. Yeah. This is, you met Buzz Kelsey. Right. Uh, yeah, we've met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've met from time to time. All right, so this is very exciting. So what, what we traditionally do in this show, uh, three segments for mm-hmm. you, and, and the first time we'd like to just kind of kind of talk about IndyCar racing Got a little it. bit. Perfect. We normally like to review the last race, and then we talk about the upcoming race. You know, we're sitting here in Iowa Speedway getting ready for the Iowa Corn 300. So let's, let's run through from your seat road america it's, it's appropriate i think to have you here to talk about that because
1: from a serious point of view coming back to road america obviously was a was a very big deal yes um obviously it was a spectacular event the uh, promoter did a phenomenal job um it's a traditional historical place that we need to go to obviously we did uh the crowd was spectacular every day which it was amazing it wasn't just on race day it was every day that we were there there was a huge crowd um Really good race. So no it was. It's you know we're glad to be back. Looking forward to the future. How was the race? I didn't see much of it from the back. You didn't see much of it? Um, the race. It had spurts. Some of it was really good. Then mm-hmm. it out a little bit. But it did, overall, it was a really good race. Yes. What? Why well, were you in the back? Well, the, you don't want me to talk about. I don't that. Want to, okay, just no. Just, 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 there's something <laughs> you know going on. I'm just curious.
0: Yeah, there is. We'll wait for the commercial break. <laughs> we'll, we'll chat about that separately. God, we'll yes. chat about that <laughs> separately. Um, Tell, tell us how we got back there. I mean, obviously, this is a track we last raced in 07, and yeah. uh, massively popular. Like you say, one of the most historic tracks in the country. What was the what was the final? We've been wanting to go back for yeah. years. What was the catalyst that finally got us back?
1: Um, well, the way I understand that there was some issues. The, the biggest issue was getting the, the correct date, which they were able to work out the date. Um, honestly, Derek Water, Walker did a phenomenal job working with George uh, to get the date correct to get us back on schedule. Um, we kind of, at some point last spring, we started working on, you know, some historic venues we could go back to that we really thought we needed to be back at. And um, Road America and Phoenix were the two. So we're really lucky that we were able to get both of those on the schedule for this year. Did, and I mean, this might be a completely erroneous
0: question, but did Milwaukee no longer being on the schedule play a part in it all coming together?
1: Um, Can you have both? Because I know a lot of fans obviously miss yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, no, I think, I, I think you could have both. I don't think that was really ever a consideration. Issue? Oh, no. Um, so are we working on getting Milwaukee back on the calendar? Uh we love going to Milwaukee. Um no the Milwaukee fans are great. You know, <laughs> Milwaukee's, are, uh, yeah, okay. Milwaukee's another one of those yeah. historic venues. Um <laughs> That's the, I oldest think, it's yeah, the oldest one, It's the track. Yeah. Uh, no I, I, you know, we're working on the schedule hard for the next three or four years. Right. And we want to get it consistent again and, you know, date equity and the correct times every week and where the fans know where to go. Um so it's you know, We're working on that. Work in progress. So
0: speaking of historic venues, we also kind of tripped into the opportunity to go back to Watkins Glen, which is very exciting.
1: Yes. Um, Yes. Michael Printup and his uh, folks up there have been extremely accommodating. Uh, Great group. Uh, We were working on doing something with them for 17. We just accelerated, you know, accelerated about a year and a half. Fast forward a little little bit bit. go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you guys went there and tested. Uh, It's newly repaved. It's fast. They've had a couple races on it since then or an IMSA race since then and a cup race will be next. Um, No, we're really looking forward to going back. Looking forward to the future, you know, going back for many years to come. All right, so Iowa, Iowa Corn 300,
0: mm-hmm. we're here. Uh, you must not have much experience at this place,
1: because coming from a NASCAR background, I'll see Xfinity right here, but Cup did not. Correct. Yes. Have you, have you been here before? Um, well, I've been here last couple of years with IndyCar, and um, right, right. Sorry, before i have been here once right for a test. Right, and that was it. So, I not not a lot, but uh, to me, the last couple of years of racing here has been spectacular. Um, it's fun to watch. This is kind of to me our grassroots, you know, hardcore race fans. Um, you know, it's an exciting. Uh, uh, you know, the, the time changes a little bit, so it will be more in dusk than at night this year. But it's it's a really good race. Now. This is probably something I should know
0: already, but I don't. So I'm going to ask you. Yeah. When we came here for the test last week, there were some issues with the track. You know, the Xfinity cars ran right. here a few weeks ago. Uh, did a little bit of damage to turn three and four. We finally got the big bump in one and two right. sorted. The track right. did a great job in improving yep. that. Uh, had some had some problems come out of the woodworks in three and four. What Do you know what's been done to the surface since the test, test. last week?
1: Um, not a lot because, what they like you said, they, they fixed the bump in one and two. Um there were some other things that happened after that event, the Xfinity race. We came here and tested it, and we understand what it is. And there was more concern about if they did something again. they wrong wrong. Yeah, they changed it again. Right. At least now we all know what we got. It's a known point you know, Based off of the test. Um, so uh, Jimmy Small and his folks here do a phenomenal job. Anytime we need anything done, they do it, and they get right on it. Um, you know, we'll see how tomorrow's practice goes. But uh, I think we're going to be in good shape of the track. Do you, know how, do you know how ticket sales are for the event? Is it uh, I've looking, heard the ticket sales are really good. Yeah.
0: Looking pretty yeah, good. Looking good. Well, that's pretty good. Why well, did we, what, do you know why we went from went away from a
1: night race here? Um, because of the date that we're here, um, there's a, uh, because we're on NBC Sports tomorrow, or Sunday night, um, there's a NASCAR Cup race on Saturday night, so we're on Sunday night, okay. Sunday-ish, right? Late afternoon. Makes yes. sense. Yes. All right. One of the things that we like to do uh,
0: when we talk about the race that's about to happen is we like to get some predictions. Right. Right. So yeah. normally I say excluding yourself because right. normally it's a driver sitting right. in your seat, and to save them, you know. Having to obviously admit that I am one of the contenders, right? Excluding yourself,
1: right? But or me? Or, or me. Oh, That's a given, right? Right. Yeah. Well, you're not a given. I'm well, a let's, given. Let's
0: right. Let's yeah. l- exclude me from it. Yeah. Let's in, in no particular order. Give me who you think the uh, top three will be. Who the top
1: three? Well, this isn't really fair because the position I'm in, I, I can't really do that. I know you can't, I mean, I really but can't. I think it's going to be a great race, and I think it's going to be a great finish, and I think there'll be a lot of different people up front, and I think at the end of the night, strategy is going to come into play. And um, how's that for political correct? I don't, that's, that's I, don't I, don't I, I don't buy <laughs> it. That's the best. I don't. I don't. I can't wait. I mean, it was a great to <laughs> drop the rag on Sunday afternoon. Oh you my
0: think? God! Yeah. Come, look, Jay, level with me, man. Yes, and Auto Autosport has won like every race but one
1: here. So I would say they would probably be a contender, right? right. And Ryan hunter won probably three. Of them so he would be a, 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 even more of a contender of that okay group. so ryan okay. hunter raised one there's one okay give me <laughs> <right>. another one <laughs> uh um the canon has been good here in the, you know canon right? has always been He's very, been good, very here. good here so maybe him so right? maybe so maybe canon yeah, maybe so there's two and then yeah, the
0: uh man. i mean you know dixie's always strong the Penske's always qualify well but they've struggled on race pace here yeah. the last couple years so I, i'd go know. with one of them then
1: you're gonna you're gonna do
0: it, a bit of a right. dark horse? Yeah. One Is of the Penskeys? Yeah. You got you would, four to choose from, so you you're not really narrowing it
1: down that much Yeah, They would figure that out, right? If they struggled somewhere, they would come back and they would be better. And the guy most likely to nail it would probably be Elio. I
0: w yeah, I I agree with that. All right. So we've got Elio, we've got TK, we've got Ryan Hunter Ray, as Mr. J. Fry's picks. For the top three, think, if he was allowed to, he which he's not allowed <laughs> to do, All right. but yeah, yeah. he—you should see him squirming in his seat, guys. Yeah. It's hilarious yeah. what's happening here right now. All right, we gotta take a quick break, Jay. We need you to choose a song to throw us to.
1: Anything from Van Halen, bring it.
0: I mean, that's a—that's a,
1: a pretty big collection. Anything with David Lee Roth and Van Halen. Just give us one. Um.
0: I like that, by the Unchanged. way. Unchanged. Unchanged, Van Halen, from Mr. Jay Fry, back with more from uh, from Jay and myself, Unchained. the Mariner. Right after this, right. Sirius 212, XM
1: 209. Nothing says right. Is that right? Unchanged, unchanged or unchanged. <laughs>
0: Little ditty from Van Halen there. Compliments of Mr. Jay Fry, who uh, who joined us on the Mariner podcast today. As we said in the first segment, the first non driver to join us on the show, we're very excited very about that. Um, Buzzkill is very happy to uh, to have him on, that's for sure. Um, we're in segment two now. We call this Shooting the Bleep, and this is just this is just you and I kind of just chatting, man. Yeah. So, for any car fit, so when exactly did you start with any car? I started any car
1: in November, November 2013. November, yeah,
0: November yes. 13. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got there? Where'd you come from? I got to the car. Um, we know we know you're from Rock Island, Illinois,
1: right? Yeah. Which is actually home to a really good go kart race. I don't know if yeah, you that. Yeah,
0: yeah The actually Rock Island car. GP. Yeah,
1: really good. Yes, great man. Great place to grow up. We had that. We had the uh, we had a minor league baseball team. We had the uh, PGA golf tournament. We were the first group, or first town that had riverboat gambling. Really? Back in the day, the Today Show came in like 1982. It was the first boat. It was big. Um, John Deere's headquarters. Very nice. You've got, you got quite,
0: you're quite the So I'm like the, yeah, for right, a I, yeah, the
1: uh, what's that word?
0: You're the champion the of all. The champion
1: out. of, um, what's that? Uh, the community that thing you don't talk about chamber of commerce that's it I'm doing that I'm the chairman <laughs> of that right um, that's your next career it's my next going career. into politics yeah. yeah so I got I got into motorsports in 1991 and um, I was with Valvoline for a few years and then um, I did uh, worked with Mark Martin uh, Steve Kinzer and then in 92 we did a deal with Rick Kendrick so but, so you, you came in on the sponsor side you worked start for off Yes. yes in what position um i was the director of motorsports okay yeah but i did i ran we had two of us one was in charge of the indycar program back then Mm -hmm. which would have been al jr and that old thing uh, or at that time and then um, i did the nascar program with mark and then the world outlaws with steve kendrick and um, from that in 92 we ended up doing a deal with red kendrick to be an associate sponsor on his cars and be in all the dealerships um, so Rick and I became good friends. And then in 1996, um, myself with a couple partners um, started a cup team from scratch, um, which was called MB2 Motorsports. And then the first year we had uh, Derek Cope and Skittles was a driver. And then after that, we had um, Ernie Irvin and M&Ms. Mm-hmm. And then kept expanding. And it, it started off, um, I don't know with 13 full time people in an 8,000 square foot shop, and one team to, in 2007, we sold it to DEI. Um, at that point, we had 180 people in four teams, and we were a lot, a lot bigger. Well, that's, that's a, lot a bit big, of growth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so that's a little bit of over growth. Over that time period, it, it, was, it was a good team. Um, we won a couple of races, won some bowls. Um, our claim to fame was probably the 2007 Daytona 500, where Mark and Harvard came to the line, yeah. you know, and Mark, Martin, in the Army car, and we lost by, you know, this much. But it was the first Daytona 500 that ever went into a overtime, a green-white-checker. Right. So we actually won the Daytona 500. Right. So it was pretty but cool. But you lost the Daytona we lost 505, 12, or whatever yeah. it was. So we, uh, the track president Daytona was a good friend. I got a Daytona 500 winner's ring. No, I. This is the first to 500 on it. it was, yeah. So it's kind of very cool.
0: Yeah. So what, 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 on God's earth made you want to? How to get here? No, 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 no. What made you want to go into into the team side to start a team? Oh, uh, it was.
1: Well, I um, was always in sports. I was a college football player, that type of thing. And, and I, this team Where part did you go to school? Missouri. Um, the, the team thing was always intriguing to me. And when I was fouling, I was very much involved with the teams. Right, you so know, you, would have seen, of, you would have seen the cluster that running a race team is. Yeah, and the difficulties cool. and the
0: challenges and the hair pulling out yeah. and the sleepless nights. Yeah, and this sounded awesome. fun Okay, all right. It sounded, okay. <laughs> it sounded <laughs> like a
1: challenge. So it's cool when I first started that, you know, with... Uh, I was with Roush, so I was around Jack Roush all the time, and then on the Hendrick side, I was around Rick all the time. So two completely different approaches, right. but very successful. So I was able to learn, you know, how it, they both operated in different ways, but you know, again, very successful. So um, that was it. Was it was really cool. Part of our success over that time period, those twelve years, was our survival. So we were a little team that started off, and you know, the, as the sport got bigger, 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 there was more and more consolidation. So that's kind of what happened. And then in, again, in two thousand seven, we sold the DEI. And then from there, I didn't fit. The next, I was going to go do something for Rick at that time, and simultaneously somebody called from Red Bull. Right. So I went over to Austria and met with them. And it was like, well, this is kind of too good to, this is like the other side of the whole puzzle that we were all always struggling to survive uh, right. to show up to Find race. The funds yeah. And, yeah, and then here this was like, you know, I'm like, well, what are you doing? Bottomless pit. You know, this, money is Red Bull. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> You're spending way too much in the wrong places and that type of thing. Um, so that was pretty cool for, we did that for four years. Again, won some races and you know, did okay. And then Red Bull left and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And I went to Hendrick and um, just did some projects for Rick. I didn't want to go really do what I was doing on the team side anymore. Um, and then IndyCar called after that, so here we are. Uh, wasn't that boring. There was my life story. That's all I got. No, that's not all you got. When did you work at uh, Anheuser-Busch? Anheuser-Busch was right out of college. So that's how I kind of got into motors. I was the special event manager for the city of Chicago. Okay. So we did some things, racing-related stuff, and I got to meet a lot of the motorsports guys at AB. And um, it's funny, at AB I got kind of promoted above that level, and I always wanted to go back. I wanted to do the motorsports <laughs> thing, and I you, you can't, well, that's stupid. You can't go do that. You've, you're here. You can't. No, I want to do that. And then that's when I met the battling guys, and like, I, I'm like, I want to do that. And I'm like, I ended up there.
0: how did you catch the motorsport buck?
1: Um, was, was, it, was it because, it was like, the, the, the job with Bush and dealing with that? No, I was, when I was, even though I was a stick and ball guy in school, you know, in elementary school, and high school, and that, um, my family, my dad owned a garbage. Company trucking and company. company, so I was always I learned how to drive driving a garbage truck. Right, how's that? I, um, I took a garbage truck to my senior prom. <laughs> how's that? <laughs> that is awesome. That, That's yeah. cool. so, um, that, so, how dudes, did your date feel about that? Well, we had her in a limo in the back, <laughs> following the truck in the back of the oh, oh behind Bond, the okay. truck. So <laughs> right. we um, no, I had a bet and it was hundred bucks. So they're like, you won't you won't do it. So I pulled the thing up right in the front of the hollow Dome in Moline, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> it's moral of the story: yeah. don't, uh, don't don't bet me a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks is a lot in nineteen eighty-three. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, so was fun so that's, I was always mechanical always around cars grew up riding snowmobiles and all that stuff and on the you know just always around, was around things used to build model cars every day that was my thought what I thought was the coolest thing ever yeah. back you know the, the testers glue and all the little you know, yeah, yeah. kits you could buy got you um, a lot of
0: chicks numbers I bet back in the day yeah yeah model cars oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, not so, wait, so that, much that didn't
0: work for me mm. that's weird I did the same the really... yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and the garbage truck between my model cars and the garbage truck <laughs> Smooth Ooh. operator. All right, let me ask. Let me ask you this: When you you know you had a lot of uh, a lot of motorsports experience, uh, mainly on the cup side of things. When you got to any Car, what was the what was the biggest pleasant surprise? Um, what, was, what, what, what surprised you in the best way possible when you got here? What was the biggest thing? Uh,
1: how to say it. everybody was very welcoming I mean it's been great I, I feel a lot of so you were
0: expecting everybody
1: to be super cold no and no no, no, no. <laughs> no but it's, been, it's yeah, I had this uh, it feels like a, a team approach we're all in this together we all want to make this great um, I, there's a lot of camaraderie I, I'm big into gaining consensus and talking to people and running ideas by people and getting everybody's ideas we have a lot of um, very smart people in our paddock and we as a league need to like use that every day and we try to um, so it's just I just see a great future, and it's really exciting to be part of that. So then the flip side of that,
0: because I know this is always something that fans, I mean, when we have someone with your stature and position and power, uh, this is the kind of stuff they probably want to know. What's the negative? What was the
1: biggest disappointment when you got here? Qualifying. Qualifying? No, not when I got here. So just so <laughs> qualifying on, on road and street courses. Okay, we have more, you know, when you come to the truck after – you come to the truck and have Yeah, no, I was, I was the there on tra- Road America. Yeah, I remember. Right. So it's, I'm like, I've never seen so many issues in qualifying in my life, right? So, again, we got to sort through that trail once you do to make that better. So moving forward, that's that's yeah. <laughs> goal number one. I is- mean, I think you're qualifying, you know, Fridays, or the qualifying day is the easy day. Yeah. And then race days is where you have the difficult decisions you have to make. Right. Well, so far, it's been opposite. You know, we, Fridays, and I, I understand we qualify on a road or street course is huge. Um, so that's where we've had some issues. And um, we'll get that sorted out. So
0: there are plans in the future. Adjustments to qualifying might be coming. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. You will, <laughs> we'll, break, we'll break the news, the news here first yeah. on the Mayor on Air, <laughs> Sirius 212, XM 209. But, of course, if you're listening to this, you already knew that. All right, we're having another break. We need another song. Are you uh, going Van Halen again, or are you going to mix it up?
1: No, we'll mix it up. We'll go um, something by 38 Special. How's that? Anything, you know, I've, amazingly, I have been to a 38 Special I love concert. 38 Special. I've been to 10 of them. At least over the years, they've been around a long time.
0: I actually went backstage and met the band.
1: Yeah, they're good guys. They're good guys. Yeah. They're good. Uh, they're big race fans. Um, yeah, good people. Um, Close with the guys from Monster. Yeah, really. Yeah. 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 Um, what's the 30? I mean, any 38 special song. Hold on, loosely. There you go.
0: From the man himself. Back with more from Jay Fry right after the break. There you go, 38 special, again, by uh, request from Mr. J. Fry. Uh, we are back more with Mr. J. Fry as discussed, first non-driver we've had on the Marinair podcast and the third and final segment of the show, we like to play a little game. Are you ready to play our game? Yes, sir. Okay, our yeah. game is called Trick or Tweet. You see what clever play words yeah. we did there? Yeah. Yeah. So basically the rules of the game are simple, the, the guest, in this case you, gets to choose uh one of the two options. You either get to perform for me and Buzzkill and, and all the listeners yeah. at home a um, an elaborate and exotic magic trick, prop filled, you know, right. pyrotechnics, whatever you want. Or you can answer fan questions on Twitter.
1: I think fan questions on Twitter would be great. That's you know we're I thought we were
0: finally gonna get a bite on the trick. It's on the trick. Yeah. <laughs> see will when I when we had will power on the show he misunderstood that confused him he, that confused him a yeah. lot because yeah. he said trick and then he sat there and stared at me blankly as will does sometimes right. <laughs> and uh, he thought that I was performing the trick got it and I had to again go over the rules of the game again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, switched. Uh, he changed it up. And yeah, so he, he, he switched his vote, which we shouldn't have let him do. We should have forced him to, to come right. up with something. Yeah, on some yeah, that Stupid
1: pet trickers are Anyway,
0: so we, we, we asked Twitter, we asked uh, Facebook, we asked wherever to send in questions. Um, what's funny is I went through the questions in the break between segment two and three. And um, About half of the questions submitted I had actually already asked amazing did not know Carnac I, I, I had poisonous. not seen them All it proves is that I'm asking the questions that the fan <laughs> wanted You're, the fans want to know Jay. you are a, uh, a man of the fans Now there there is one that I didn't ask because this is a topic of which I know nothing um, Not super all oh, really <laughs> That's fine, sir. That's fine. That Who's one of the fans calling in? We have a live studio audience here at the Iowa Course <laughs> 300, and uh, with a cell phone on, which is totally fine. Um, yeah, this is not this is not a topic I'm very uh, well versed on. It's one I think that you will be a little bit more of an expert on. Uh, Matt would like to know. First of all, uh, Matt says you are doing a great job in IndyCar. Keep up the good work. Second, well, thank you, man. A non-IndyCar related question. This is this is wh- why I fall off the Go. map on this one. How will is it, is it Mizzou Mizzou Mizzou? How nice. will Mizzou do this year
1: in football? Any chance of winning the SEC East? Um, Matt, well, I appreciate the compliment, and then two, uh, it's going to be pretty tough. Uh, they're very young, and the SEC East is going to be, uh, I think, stepping up a lot this year with Tennessee and Florida and um, Texas. You know, or any sorry, but um, sorry. The Big 12, uh, but it's gonna be tough. But it's gonna be a good young team. They're gonna be fun to watch. How long did you play? I played there from '83, '36, four years. And what did you play? What position? I was a tight end for three years and an offensive tackle for one. That was bad. That was bad. Well, it's bad. When you're a tight end, you 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 think of yourself as an athlete. You know, you you run and you catch, you know, you do things. And you think, okay, next thing you know, okay, well, we want you to be an offensive tackle. Okay, that's great. I mean, and not that there's any office and tackles now, nowadays days are the ones that are making the you know huge money. Wonder in the NFL, yeah. Um, and back then they were it just it, it was it was okay. But just you look back, I always wanted to be a tight end. And when I went to Missouri, I was in this line of tight ends that were number eighty three, and one of them was a you know was an NFL Hall of Famer, and it was really cool. And I was going to be like the next him, but that, that, it didn't work out. So good. didn't work out. Huh? No.
0: What I what no, happened? But,
1: what what do <laughs> so you that, that showed how much of an athlete I was at that time. How was the team when you were on it? Uh, the team was good when I was a freshman. We went to a, uh, we played Brigham Young in the Holiday Bowl, and that was uh, Steve Young was a senior when I was a freshman, so that that was his era. So it shows my age a little bit, um, but he was a senior and I was a freshman, so right. I'm quite you know quite the young. <laughs> and the next three years was pretty. We got a coach fired. Good. Yeah. So it was awesome for yeah, that was awesome. So that meant we were doing really well. Usually when yeah. the coach gets fired, that means things are great. Yep. Right. <laughs> <These> <laughs> <are> rolling along <laughs> right, smoothly. Yeah, so there's. You see the racing thing here. It's the yeah. Same. You know. So your team's not running good. Blah blah blah. What Engineer happens? gone. Somebody changed. Right. Yep. So, yeah. There it goes. So same analogy. Um, so it was it was a great experience. Uh, we didn't have the success we thought we would, but. Here we are. It's funny on that note because I um,
0: I kind of have this weird um, I don't know if I would call it a uh, record, I guess maybe history of I have never had the same race engineer for two consecutive seasons. I had I, I had Craig Hamson twice, but it was in 2011 and 2013, it wasn't consecutive. Uh, Technically, I didn't finish last year, so I'm not even really counting this as my second full year with Alan McDonald. But yeah, apparently I either, you know, like make guys quit or get them fired somehow. I don't know. I have right. You're not I,
1: difficult to deal with, are you?
0: I don't think I don't th- so. I don't, so. I, don't no, I, I don't think that's the issue. There's I think there. I I just don't you know, you look at a guy like Will Power who's literally worked with Dave Foss, you know, every single open wheel yeah. race
1: of his professional career. There's something to that. There's something to that.
0: There's a reason Jimmy Johnson and Chad Kinos do well. A lot. You know, the there's that, that whole that. relationship yes, is yep. is massively important. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I, I must smell bad. Yeah. In well, it's funny. Rooms.
1: Each of those, I bet, each of those groups' pairings have had a defining moment where it could have went either way, literally, you know? Yeah. And then somehow they, they, fortunately for both of those groups and both those people, they stuck together. I think that and, a
0: moment with Nathan O'Rourke, who was my uh, engineer at Andretti Autosport in 2014, yeah. was when uh, I got fired and I wasn't at that team anymore. That yeah, was, was that di- was a big, I think, uh, for him. hold up. <laughs> that was a big hold up in our relationship <laughs> yeah, yeah. going into a second year. Yeah. That, that, that would have been, yeah. That didn't make it any easier. Moment. That was a defining right. moment yeah. in yeah. our yeah. second year, yeah. potentially right. together. Yeah. Um, all right. So, I, I. Sorry. So, sorry. Back to more questions. Mark Allen would like to know what are some possible new street circuits? They're saying in 2017. I know that's maybe yeah. a little early thinking, but are there other cities, other street circuits on the horizon that you guys are looking at?
1: Um, there's there's a few. Um, there's, we're, we're taking kind of a different approach here lately on some of these new things we're working on. Um, there's a few that are out there that are possible. And, um, you know, they, they, they would have to be you know, exciting, great venues, great cities. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely possible. It's, not, it's very difficult to do that for lots of different reasons, obviously. Um, we currently have three really good ones that have been around a while, and they really know how to do it with Long Beach, Toronto, and St. Pete. Um, to duplicate that or somewhere else, I think it's probably – harder than it looks so um you know that's part of it you know the watkins glens the road americas and phoenixes i mean these great venues that we haven't been to for a while um if we can resurrect them i think that's as important as anything any any uh thought
0: or you know motivation internally to get another mile and a half track
1: mile-and-a-half mile um, On Well, one of the things we want to make sure is we keep the mix, you know, right. we you got a cool mix. You know, right. It's very diverse series with 5-5 five, five, and 5, or, you know, or, or that type of thing. So we want to make sure we keep that, Whatever, however that looks, whether it's a mile-and-a-half or a mile or something. We want to make sure we maintain the same mile-old. Is there a goal number of races that you'd be happy with um, for the season? I think, I mean, we're at 16, I think, you know, between 16 to 20, somewhere in there. And again, you just want to make sure they're good ones, mm-hmm. you know, good places to go in are good, successful venues. We have date equity, and we have all the things we're supposed to have that make them or help them become successful. There's a process. You know, that's what we've got. we got to do. We have to have that. But in your mind, from what you're seeing on the inside, the future is bright on the IndyCar. Line. I feel the future is very bright. We've got... Um, great athletes who, that do phenomenal jobs on off the track come on pointed, don't, don't said, call at him <laughs> don't
0: call us athletes no I one else does for sure it's fine. And i
1: think um <laughs> it's you know the racing the product is very good um we're working on some things for the future that we come up with a five-year plan come up with a process come up you know everything we do we have to have a process to it we have to have reasons to do it and a direction and i think they're I think that part is very bright. Yes.
0: Excellent. Well, Jay, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo the sentiments of Matt and say that you're doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, I think that is uh, that's a very very common theme throughout the paddock. Everybody thinks the same. We're glad you're here. But thank you for being part of the family. You. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Mare on Air. Uh, first, as we said, first non-driver. This is a pretty yeah, pretty historical pretty day special. in the show. Thank
1: you. I mean, I'm tearing up. But Buzzkill and it. I are
0: gonna pop a bottle of sparkling apple juice after this <laughs> to celebrate. Uh we will try to get a little gift?
1: Some sort of I mean is there some You part? can have
0: Michaela lotion scooter. <laughs> I stole his to make it here on time. I was doing nice. my drug test. Yeah. Yeah, so How'd I saw that. Uh well Is that good? Uh, yeah, A+. I'm not sure yeah, if that's a good thing or a bad thing on a drug test. <laughs> I don't, I'm questioning the randomness of this, though, because I was just back home in Toronto for, for Canada Day. Yeah. I know Canada's got a little bit of uh, maybe a stigma to it yeah. about yeah. a certain you know plant there, questionable substance. And I was up there for a very notable holiday, yeah. and all of a sudden I pulled a random drug search nice. after that, or drug test. Congratulations. I'm not sure I buy it. I am going to sneak back to my trailer and, with a very somber look, tell my crew that I failed oh. and <laughs> see what the reaction is. I'll give him about 30 seconds of panic
1: before, yeah, before I Yeah, everything's good. Yeah, <laughs> We're good. it's all good.
0: So again, thank you good. so much. For ladies me. and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Another episode of The Mariner. We'll be back in one week's time from the beautiful metropolis that is Toronto up north. Very excited about that. We'll see you soon.